Hello, this is Carrie Shamblin with the March 2022 Astrological Forecast. Calculations are done on the basis of the sidereal zodiac and using the Chitrapaksha Ayanamsha and mean nodes. Timings are based on Mountain Time Zone US. A written version of this forecast is available at my website, planetaryinfluence.com. There will be a new moon in Aquarius, Shatabishak Nakshatra, on March 2nd. The moon joins the sun and Jupiter in Aquarius, with the exact point of the new moon falling at 18 degrees Aquarius at midday on March 2nd. This monthly joining will be in Shatabishak Nakshatra, connected with the process of healing in a global way. Aside from the nodes, with Rahu placed in Taurus and Ketu placed in Scorpio at this time, all of the visible planets are located in Saturn-ruled signs. Capricorn is occupied by Saturn himself, along with Mercury, Venus, and Mars. This is an extremely potent combination, with all of the planets being in decent dignity and strength. Saturn is in his own sign, Mercury and Venus are in a friendly sign, and Mars is in his sign of exaltation. With Capricorn's element being Earth and its quality being movable, this may be the month to really dig in and push through with determination and inspiration. Saturn moves slowly, remaining in Capricorn. Venus and Mars move to Aquarius in late March, and Mercury zips into Aquarius on March 6th. As a trio, Sun, Moon, and Jupiter are the designated Somyagraha, the gentle planets. At this new moon, may we take hope and comfort that we can use the understanding gained through recent trials to better navigate in our new paradigms. Life is for learning. With Jupiter and the nodal axis both shifting in April, it is time to integrate our recent experiences and leave behind what is irrelevant to our forward progress. Shatabishak Nakshatra lies entirely within the sign of Aquarius, which is co-ruled by Saturn and Rahu. Shatabishak is also ruled by Rahu. Rahu is currently strongly moving toward a new station in Aries. That's a lot of Rahu influence. The point is that Rahu's energy can be sudden, unstable, or unexpectedly intrusive. Not always in a negative way. Let things fall into place rather than agenda pushing too much as the moon embarks on the next waxing cycle. Jatabishak translates as 100 helpers. Realize that help is there in varied forms and through diverse channels of healing when you are ready. Mercury transits Aquarius from March 6th through 24th. Mercury is on the forward march, moving out of Saturn's Earth sign of Capricorn and into Saturn's air sign of Aquarius on March 6th. This will be a quick transit with Mercury overtaking Jupiter at 25 degrees Aquarius on March 20th. Mercury and Jupiter have a short battle from March 20th to the 22nd as Mercury passes by Jupiter, since both of these planets rely on one another for the education continuum. 
Issues and situations around study, teacher, and schooling may arise toward the latter half of March. With Mercury representing communication, analysis, learning, and commerce, we may see things beginning to move a bit more quickly with the messenger free from Saturn's conjunction. We tend to experience delays and slower pace when Saturn is affecting our exchanges. With Mercury approaching and joining Jupiter in Aquarius, we may begin to feel some uplift and momentum combined. The environment of Aquarius is quite paradoxical, with its dual lordship of Saturn and Rahu, which demands both stability and the need for free movement. Aquarius is an air sign, but also fixed in quality. Again, more paradox. Aquarius promotes equality, humanity, innovation, and renovation. Concern for people, for the environment, and for the plants and animals that share this home is strongly supported in this sign. If you find yourself in a situation that demands a radical level of detachment, combined with an immense need for positive hope, Mercury and Jupiter combined here should be quite supportive in objectively analyzing the facts and finding guidance that feels soul-affirming. With the wisdom of a saint and the openness of a child, prepare to move forward into the next chapter as Mercury leads the way into Pisces on March 24th, followed by the great Jupiter on April 12th. The Mars-Venus War ends March 12th. Mars and Venus have been traveling together since January, actually sharing the same seat in the train since February 12th and beginning to separate on March 12th. The pair moved from Sagittarius to Capricorn on February 26th, joining Mercury and Saturn. Venus exits Capricorn for Aquarius on March 30th, and Mars follows on April 6th, setting the stage for the new acts to come, with Jupiter moving to Pisces on April 12th, and the nodal axis dropping into Aries Libra. Sitting in the same seat implies that these two planets have been trans- transiting closely together, and in fact sharing the same degree as they move for about one month. This is called planetary war, and there exists various interpretations about how to judge who is winning and who is losing. In practical terms, it seems no one really wins in the game of war. Mars is the head of the power department, and Venus handles human resources. Strength, power, resources, strategy, planning, These are Mars' strengths. Venus is concerned more about the people, the places, and the things, and how we all interact. Mars will exercise aggression, while Venus leads with diplomacy. Despite these innate differences and obvious occupation of opposite camps, Venus and Mars are continually trying to make it work and find the middle ground where a relationship can be forged between two very different entities. The tight conjunction for over a month from February 12th through March 12th implies that we may be individually and collectively reaching a point 
where negotiations have failed and there is a need for a show of force, for protecting boundaries, or for destroying contracts that have been broken. The conjunction of Mars and Venus can be applied to each individual chart by identifying which houses are holding the signs of Aries, Taurus, Libra, and Scorpio, the signs of Mars and Venus. These houses could define the areas of struggle that may be affected by this extended Mars-Venus conjunction. Just to review, Mars was moving more quickly after Venus's retrograde period, so entered Sagittarius on January 29th, beginning this interaction, and moving more rapidly at the time caught up to Venus while still in Sagittarius around February 12th. The pairing moves into Capricorn in tandem on February 26th, still traveling together but in a different sign and house in an individual's chart. Look for shifts in the negotiation, the battle, the relationship around the end of February as the dynamic pairing of Venus and Mars changes signs. The moon also travels with Venus and Mars into Capricorn, reminding us that from February 24th through March 10th, we have another very strong pulse of Kalasarpa Yoga in effect. If there have been difficult decisions pending, answers should fall into place. Make sure you can take the opportunity to submit your input and make minor adjustments while you can. Again, Venus and Mars, even though gaining some space between them, will both remain in Capricorn through March. This brings some other implications. For example, they will be joining Saturn and Mercury, giving further opportunities for the war that comes when Venus and Mars move past Saturn. The sun will be in Pisces from March 14th through April 14th. Our fearless leader, the sun, moves out of Aquarius and into Pisces on March 14th. It is during this transit each year that the vernal equinox occurs and the sun begins to gain strength as the days lengthen, Northern Hemisphere version. The sun is captain of the team luminary, sun, moon, Mars, Ketu, and Jupiter. When he transits signs lorded by his team, he functions more strongly in a positive way. This occurs on a two-month-on, two-month-off basis, based on the arrangement of the zodiac signs. Jupiter rules Pisces and Mars rules Aries, so from mid-March to mid-May each year, the sun grows more powerful based on both sign placement and the spring season. The sun moves into Pisces, leaving Jupiter and Mercury in Aquarius and the trio of Mars, Venus, and Saturn in Capricorn. We begin to see the planets spread out on the field of play, which could reflect in day-to-day -day life by the ability to gain the perspective that space engenders. The sign of Pisces is watery by element and dual by nature. This implies a rather non-stationary environment that requires buoyancy and guidance to navigate. It is the final sign of the zodiac, inviting dissolution 
with the promise of regeneration that takes place in the first sign of the zodiac, Aries. With the sun representing our collective soul, we may find ourselves facing the need to integrate the essentials, discard that which has been spent, and riding the tide of our soul-level desires into the next cycle of growth. There's a full moon in Virgo, Utra Falguni, March 18th. Just after midnight on March 18th, the moon exactly opposes the sun in Pisces, shining brightly in Mercury's earth sign of Virgo at four degrees in the sun's nakshatra of Utra Falguni. This lunar mansion points our attention toward the harvesting of fruits that we have labored long for and reaching for that which is ripe. This full moon sheds beautiful light to help us make the right choices based on the data that we have. May the truth be illuminated such that we can gracefully move forward with kindness, wisdom, and compassion. Mercury transits Pisces from March 24th through April 8th. Mercury is running into the arms of the sun, plunging into his sign of debility, Pisces, on March 24th, for a rapid transit that bounces him to the front of the line as he blazes into Aries on April 8th. A note on combustion and debilitation which dear little Mercury will be splashing into in late March. Out of any of the planets, these difficult states seem to be, affect Mercury a bit less severely. Combustion is the state of being within a few degrees of the sun, meaning that no one else can see that planet for a short while. Combustion is something that Mercury experiences more than any of the other planets, and depending on the astrologer, the range of combustion can vary. If we take a 15-degree range before and 5 degrees after the sun, Mercury runs into combustion from March 18th through April 7th, overtaking the sun on April 2nd. Debilitation of Mercury is another factor in March. But in a similar way, the skillful flexibility of Mercury makes it easy to find workarounds. With Mercury representing our capacity for communication and exchange, this short transit may show some challenges with our markets, our media, and our day-to-day -day missives. It may feel like our messages are being lost, not heard, or dissolving in thin air. With the sun also blazing near Mercury, this may compound the feeling of getting lost in the shuffle. Kalasarpa Yoga from March 24th through April 6th. Our third pulse of Kalasarpa Yoga initiates on March 24th as the waning moon crosses into Sagittarius. Reviewing the parameters of how this combination is formed we focus on the nodal axis as a line that divides the zodiac in half at any given time. The movement of the nodal axis, which we can't observe physically except during eclipses, is reverse from the regular forward motion of the planets as they orbit the sun. The nodal axis also moves in a jittery way, 
meaning that it mostly moves retrograde, but sometimes takes a few steps forward. The exact position of the nodal axis is reflected as the true node calculation, and the average retrograde position of the nodal axis is seen as the mean node calculation. The true nodes move signs on March 16th. The mean nodes move signs on April 10th. Either way, we still experience the Kalasarpa-Yog combination, but it could be argued that it ends a bit sooner if we are taking the true node, with the combination breaking on April 2nd. Similar to the end of February, we may begin to feel the tides pulling us toward the inevitable as March wraps up. We are preparing to adjust to the new next station of the nodal axis with Rahu and Aries and Ketu and Libra through October 2023. Rahu tends to amplify the sign and its indications where he sits. Moving into Aries, we are seeing an increase in initiative change, movement, and power, as Mars is the ruler of this fiery sign. This sign and house in a personal horoscope could become enlivened, unstable, and unpredictable due to this 1.5-year transit. Ketu's transit tends to cause a vacuum-like effect, which can cause deep changes, increased spirituality, worldly disinterest, obstruction, or reversals in circumstances. The sign of Libra will feel this transit for the next 1.5 years. With Venus ruling Libra, this could show an upcoming shift in relationship status, business partnerships, entertainment trends, and even innate philosophical beliefs. Venus transits Aquarius from March 30th through April 27th. Speaking of Venus, we've seen some Venus-related intensity since 2022 began, when Venus was in a retrograde phase, shifting roles from evening appearance in 2021 to morning appearance in 2022. Next, we had Venus hitching up with Mars for a wild ride through February and March. Vis-a-vis -vis the nodal axis change, let's examine that for the past 1.5 years, Rahu has been occupying a sign of Venus, while Ketu has occupied Scorpio, co-ruled by Mars and Ketu. Just after this intense Venus-Mars conjunction phase, the axis shifts, with the next one and a half years seeing Rahu in a sign of Mars, Aries, and Ketu in a sign of Venus which is Libra. This play between Mars and Venus is eternal in the sense of their signs always lying opposite to one another, an ever-present invitation to marry fire and water despite the challenges. With all of these Mars-Venus factors at play, it would not be surprising to be witnessing or undergoing some instance of deep relationship growth as March becomes April 2022. As Venus begins to pull away from Mars in mid-March, there is a meeting with Saturn from March 27th to the 28th as the faster-moving and brighter Venus moves past Saturn 
at 28 degrees Capricorn. By March 30th, Venus moves into Aquarius for about a month before hitting exaltation in Pisces on April 27th. The times are a change in friends. Ready or not, it's time to make some moves. Stay strong, cooperate with friendly forces, and trust the process. <laughs>